You're listening to Stockport County Live with me, Chris Ridgway, over here. And me, Martin Johnston, over here. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Martin. Stockport County back on track, and they're back on track through doing what they knew they'd have to do. They'd have to work hard, to claw their way out of it. You know, you go from a nil-nil draw to a great first half, and then you got backs to the wall. Is that a fair summation of the past four halves? I don't I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I work in boxing. And um And you love boxing. I love boxing. And um one of the fighters, uh, one of the, the more popular fighters in this country in the last few years, is a fellow called Kelbrook. And he always walks out to a song called Under the Lights or All of the Lights. But say the same thing, same principle. Uh, and I was thinking about this last night when just before I got to Edgeley Park, um, the floodlights were on. And there's always something a little bit magical. You, oh, you're, a Liverpool, you're a Liverpool guy. I think of a European night at Anfield. You know, it's a no, different and environment, but you get my point. Let me just say that I was coming back from London on uh, last night, on Wednesday night. We're recording this on Thursday, so it was, yeah. And I was coming in to the Stockport station as the game was starting, so the floodlights were on and it was that lovely kind of purple sunset. And I did, yeah, you just get complete yearning. doesn't matter what game it is, you see a set of floodlights that are on and you know a game's on and you want to be there. Yeah, uh, and, you know, it was, um, it always is a complete honour. You know, every week you have to kind of remind yourself that you're commentating on the, the club that you've grown up supporting and all the rest of it. But I said on air to John, not too long after we've been on, that something a bit special is on the cards for tonight. You know, you look back in recent years and you remember games like filed under the under the floodlights when something just a little bit magical happened. And even when we lost that game, it was still like a turning point in the season. And um, <clears throat> you looked at it last night and you thought, this has the potential to go belly up. We're playing a big club in Hartlepool. The cameras are here, which you, you can go one or two ways. Um, but we're on the back of a clean sheet, Big Ash Palmer's back, we've got a couple of new faces in the camp, uh, and that first half was incredible. And although Hartlepool threatened um, and came really close, to be fair, um, they didn't... How many times have we said it over the years about County? You don't take your chances, you don't deserve to win football matches. They didn't take theirs. When they came close, Ben Hinchliffe was called into action a lot, he made a lot of great saves, Ash Palmer and Jordan Keane and Big Festus at the back did their job. So... It was a well-earned win. County, County, yeah, okay, they had the backs to the wall for a while, but they were rugged, they were determined, they were gritty, and they got the job done. So, uh, yeah, great night all around. And would you say it was one of those where you're talking about they had chances, one of those where they had chances, and you hear, you hear this quite a lot, and it's true, you know, I thought this was true in the Champions League final, of chances, but you never felt that they were going to score. You no. never felt that they had... Uh, you know, a foothold in the game. I did think they were going to score when they had the free kick on the edge of the box with about two and a half seconds left. Um, Jordan Keane uh, wrapped his arms around, uh, um, uh, I think it was the Kabamba that he was marking, and um, you just thought, no, no, not now, not now. But as it happened, you know, the shot comes to nothing, and and Keno's been immense this season so far. So same as Ben Hinchliffe when he's built it for the first goal. There's absolutely no criticism on these guys. They'll work on it in training. They'll know they need to improve that. But by and large, 
the majority of the game, I didn't feel like they were going to break the wall down, if you like. And looking back to Saturday, gritty, backs to the wall, more like whatever happens, um, we can't lose this one? or Backs to the wall, I think, would be probably a bit unfair. Sutton had the chances, so did County. To be honest, it... It looked like a team who was getting back into the groove. Ash Palmer comes back in, Sam Walker comes back in, and the team look more complete. They look more kind of, um, you, you know, getting back to business. And a goal would have been nice. Uh, I think we had the chances. I think we had pressure on, on Sutton. But ultimately, it was good just to, Jim Gannon won't appreciate me saying this, but um, a stop-the-rot performance, you know, it was... We've had a lot of defeats where we've conceded a lot of goals and we've not scored all that many. Um, but that's done now. That's gone. And uh, and all of a sudden, we can start being a bit more positive. It's it's two games without defeat. Um, four points over the two games is a, is a good return. And we kick on next Saturday against Dagenham, which, again, is... Um, I, think, I think Dagenham, OK, they're not the biggest team in the world, but I think they're bigger than most of the clubs we're playing in the, in the Conference North when you look at the likes of... Brackley and Curzon and North Therapy and etc. You know, teams like that. So it's a welcome return. Um, good manager, you know, what sort of someone who I've looked up to in the game for a while. So um, I think it'd be a good occasion. But I think I fear for Dagenham. Jim mentioned in his interview earlier today that he sees they could be a potential, potential another Torquay, not in terms of results, but in terms of the way they play, cause County some problems. County, I think, are in a much better place now. And if anything, I I wouldn't like to be Dagenham going into a team like County who have who are bouncing back if you like they're on the rebound and um, and they're firing on all cylinders. I wouldn't fancy that long drive and then playing County on Saturday if I was Dagenham. So let's see if you are. Let's play your interview with Jim tonight. Let's see if you are brave enough to use the phrase "stop the rot." Yeah, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'll tell you now, no. <laughs> this is Chris's interview with Jim this week. Jim, a little bit different. It's Thursday morning. After a Wednesday night game, but let's start where we always do, look back at the previous game. What a game it was. Yeah, well, obviously we had Saturday's game, which I think nothing we discussed, but that was um, a long journey, tough game, less exciting than last night's game, but um, still a, a, a good start on the turnaround in terms of a clean sheet, a very hard-working performance. And I think um, we still felt after Saturday that we needed a bit more work to be done on the training ground, maybe to re-engineer the team, find a little bit of quality in the, um, and I think the addition of one or two players and a change of shape and a, a re-energising the group certainly showed last night and I was really pleased for that because it was a, for, for large periods last night, it must have been tremendous viewing for those that were there and also on TV. We were speaking after the Sutton game on air saying this might just be the confidence boost you need before such a big game against Hartlepool on the television. Um, a clean sheet, a good solid performance, Ash Palmer comes and slots back in. Was it, OK, a win would have been preferred, but was the nil-nil against Sutton almost the perfect way to set yourself up for such a game? Um, possibly. I mean, confidence is a, it's a strange thing. I'm, I'm no psychologist, but with some players, confidence is there, it's solid no matter the ups and downs. Um, it's like myself, uh, often we've had some great things happen over the last couple of years and some bad runs and you, you kind of remain confident in what you do and what you're about. And I think we've got lots of players who are like that. Um, but we've got other ones who perhaps may be a little bit more fragile and um, perhaps concerned about how it's gone for them and their form and their confidence. Um, so maybe those that needed a little bit of um, belief or a little bit of... Um, strength from a result got that last Saturday but um, 
we certainly didn't look like a team that had one for six when we played last night. And I think I, I can't inspire confidence. All I can do is work on the training ground and show players that there's a way of performing that will get more from them. And I think they, they, they go about their business on, on Wednesday night like that. Uh, just shows that I'm right to believe in them, that there is more to come and, and that there's only four or five things different that will, will certainly turn around the game. And I mean, what's always critical is the first goal and then that gives a new lease of life. And then we've got a second goal and then before you know it, any doubts, any lack of confidence from the last six games is blown away. I do want to talk about the new signings. I do want to talk about Dagenham and Redbridge, but just while it's so fresh, let's speak about last night. You were just talking off air about how much you love being at Edgeley Park for an evening game, floodlights, the TV are there. Just describe what it was like for you last night, stepping out and, and knowing that this is a big game for County. Well, I, I mean, I, I remember the days of Friday night football and um, I used to always love playing the floodlights, love to play in Edgeley Park. Um, and I don't think it's nostalgia that I enjoyed last night. But when you walked in last night and the, the light fades, the floodlights come on, the pitch is looking immaculate, crowd are coming in. It's just, it's a great sensation. Um, I mean, it, like I said, it never feels like non-league when we're at Edgeley Park. Um, and it must be the same for our players. And obviously then when you've got the cameras there and all the excitement around that, um, there seems to be always a bit more energy in the evening games, a bit more energy when it's on TV. And um, it certainly showed last night in last night's game. And I'm sure, we, uh, you know, I've mentioned probably weeks ago about evening games uh, and this whole concept of sleep patterns and training patterns. And uh, our record, obviously we had a sending off for Solihull, but our record in the evening games is tremendous this season. Um, and... Some sports scientists might put that down to the fact that we train in the evening as opposed to the full-time teams that train during the morning. Um, but we certainly had loads of energy last night and that came from a lot of things, the, the atmosphere, the ground, the fans uh, and their own confidence. So a lot of things came together last night to make it a tremendous night. Taking your manager's hat off for a moment and putting your player's cap on, do you do you raise your game a bit if there's TV cameras there? Is it just something you can't help but do? You, are you conscious while the game's being played that... There's so many million people watching you on the telly as well. Um, you, you know, you, you, you are aware of it. Um, it's been a while since I had my <laughs> player's hat on, but you are aware of it. Um, but it, I remember being live on TV so many times, you know, whether it be the, uh, the League Cup run or big matches um, on Sky um, back in the day. Um, for me, it was always a little bit more exciting and it kind of like created a little bit more adrenaline. And definitely, you're always a little bit more concentrated. And I think that that, that really um, I think showed last night because I look across the pitch and I don't think there was a poor performance from any single player on both teams. They were all at it, well in the game and really giving everything. And uh, so that, that sort of made for great view. And so credit to all the players. But that also comes at a cost because that extra adrenaline means you push yourself physically and mentally to another level, which creates a different level of exhaustion as well, which we have to be mindful of as Thursday comes now today and um, and getting the lads sleeping well, training well, eating well and, and getting them right for Saturday because it's another huge game for us. Let's talk about those new signings then. We'll, we'll start with Tom Walker, picked up man of the match last night, hit the post for the second consecutive debut uh, of his at Stockport County, got the goal. I spoke to you on the phone yesterday morning before the game, tried to get a little bit of information and I asked you, is he going to start at number three or number 11? You told me number 10, and I was a little surprised by that, but what a performance. Well, um, 
And Tom's and Tom's a, a very good player and can play a number of different positions. But when you look at his skill set, I mean, he, he tracked back. He's got a good turn of pace. He's equipped to defend. He's equipped to play at left back, left wing back, uh, left midfield, left holding midfield. But when you when you see him travelling with the ball and and his pass, his cross, and his shot, he's got to play further up the pitch, and you've got to get him where he's in contact with the strikers and the goal. And um, you say he hit the post last night. He, he didn't. It was a fantastic shot. And what an overarm saying for the keeper. I mean, that's magnificent highlights, you know, from the attacker and the goalkeeper. Um, but it was just a sign of things to come because he eventually took his goal with real aplomb. Um, really pleased for him. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know what the right word is. Um, grateful to have him. Um, surprised to have him. Um, he's a really good player. Had a tremendous season last year. And um, it, it's great to have him aboard because... That kind of quality in the market available to us at this stage of the season, it does it's, you know, we've been working on a few things for quite a while. The chairman sort of said, well done, a lot of work done on Tuesday, but that these deals have been going on for weeks and I can reassure the fans that we're, behind the scenes we're working tremendously hard to improve the areas that we all know we need to improve. Um, I think I've been very loyal to a lot of players and given them the opportunity to step up and some of them have raised their game, some of them are, are finding it taxing and tiring. Um, but what we want to do is players like that to give you a real shot in your arm, gives you a real confidence that you're going to win games. And, and that's what we need at this stage of the season. Because we're going to a critical stage where there's still so much to play for. Devante Rodney is the, the other player who's coming on loan. Um, Niall Bell put in a performance last night that I think the fans have been wanting to see from Niall for a while. They know that he's got it in his locker. Do you now have a selection headache for Saturday? Uh, not really, um, you know, when you consider that um, one or two players will be really tired and um, it's so demanding football nowadays that it's very hard for players to to be at the top of their game for 90 minutes and I think I think there's still so much more untapped potential in Nile. Now a lot of that will be us getting him fitter, getting him more tactically aware and a lot of it's from himself in terms of concentration, mental application, staying in games. Um, but, you know, Adam Thomas looked a little bit tired. He, we've been asking him to do a slightly different job. And I think he's found, I mean, he's a, he's a great, great player who works really hard. Uh, but when you sometimes play as a 10 or a 7, you're doing two jobs. You're up and down. You're always involved in the attack, but you're always involved in the defending, especially when you're up against the modern wing-backs and full-backs nowadays. Um, but just having Devante in uh, and having everybody fit... Um, just gives us so many options now in terms of being able to freshen things up either before the game or during the game if it's not quite going well. So, And Devante is a different type of striker, a strong, powerful player, uh, very very direct, very quick. And again, a little bit like Tom Walker, one of those players that maybe out of nothing can create something and get us a goal. And, then, and we've been lacking that in the last four or five weeks. Obviously, he, he missed last <laughs> night. I don't know the, the full extent of if it was a strain or a knock. Can, can, can you give us a physical update on, on Devante? Yeah, well, when we did the deal, we weren't aware. Um, he had a slight groin injury. Um, obviously, he'd been playing in the first team, fallen away with the new signings, establishing themselves in Salford's first team. Um, again, we're at a stage of the season where people are changing pitches, pitches are wet. So he's, he's obviously got a slight groin strain or something that concerns him. Um like I said, I think it's one of them that maybe need managing, but um, when I spoke to him last night, he was quietly, confidently be fit and rearing the goal. So, again, we're just got a, a little bit like Tom Walker. We've got to uh, 
Um, I was probably a bit harsh on the likes of Joe Leasy and Adam Hamill because they were thrown right in at the deep end. Off you go, hit the ground running, show us what you're about. And they needed probably to be eased in and eased out and eased back in uh, and to make sure that we're not overusing them. And I think we're going to have to be careful about the Vanti to make sure that we um, get them playing but make sure we don't exhaust them. And, um, and like I said, having the group of players now we have, we have that potential to protect players and then just slowly get them back to their best and then when we get them back to the best we're going to see a tremendous group of players Quick mention then on Dagenham and Redbridge at the weekend uh, John Kieran mentioned them last night as a little bit of a, uh, of a surprise package what, what do you what do you know about Dagenham what can we expect from them on Saturday I don't think um, Dagenham being a solid team at this level is, is a surprise really um, you know I think if we we're going to pick surprises, you'd probably say some of the big clubs down the bottom is a surprise. And and Halifax, who lost their manager a couple of days before the season, being top of the league is a surprise. Um, um, long, hard season. Um, whether Halifax will be top and Chesterfield near the bottom remains to be seen, um, and the Wrexhams and that. So there's, there's a lot of football to be played and there's going to be a lot of changes. Um, from our perspective, I think that Dagenham have got a threat. A little bit like Torquay, work really hard, lots of pace, fairly direct, get you on the front foot quickly. So we'll have our work cut out because it'll be, you know, we've, we, you know, it'd be, I think the game could potentially be more Torquay like than Barrow or uh, Chesterfield or Eastley or uh, Gateshead. So we just have to make sure that we, the back door's shut and then we give ourselves enough. There's enough creation, enough pace, enough power, enough quality from set plays to, to harm them. So, uh, But the difficult thing really is just the physical and mental regeneration, making sure that we're, we're at our best. If we're at our best, then we've got a, a great chance of building on uh, last night's win. There is a slight concern when you say the game's going to be more like the Torquay one. A county in a better place mentally and physically now. Uh, obviously, Torquay didn't go to plan, but we have Ash back now. We have Tom Walker firing. Uh, everybody, like you say, everybody last night seemed to put in... There could have been 11 man of the matches for County. Are we in a, a better position now to go and take on a challenge like Dagenham? No, I think so. Uh, um, like I said, um, Hartlepool are as good a side as um, Dagenham. Uh, Dagenham play a different shape, you know, a bit more 4 2 three, one. So we'll have to have a think about how we impose the qualities of our players and our shape on them. Um, I think Hartlepool's shape is probably a bit more defensive with a little bit of pace to attack so we're going to have all these challenges um, and we're going to try and do that to teams when we go away from home because home form has been fantastic and 12th man has definitely helped because the atmosphere around Izzy Park at the moment definitely energises our players and uh, I think that's now five wins at home which is a tremendous record Uh, we're going to have to do what we did at Sutton start going to places and being rock solid hard to take points off, hard to score against and give ourselves a platform to win games. Um, like I said, um, that game was a tough game. We knew that going into this period, especially on the back of our recent form, uh, playing Hartlepool on the Wednesday night on TV and then a game on Saturday and then a, a really tough FA Cup game. We know we're going into a tough period, but I think now the regeneration we've done over the last couple of weeks on the training ground and the the realignment of the players and the, you know even likes of Joel Easy, I think we've seen an awful lot more from people like himself um, I, I found a way of getting Festus off a quality young player into the team alongside Ash and uh, you know so um, a lot of things are uh, a lot of positives at the moment and we've got to try and make sure that we enhance all them um, 
massive uh, Saturday in terms of how we start and who gets the first goal because uh, it's very simplistic. But I think the goal, the conceding of the goal against Torquay at home early and the other shot one, you could sense uh, um, a drop in energy, a drop in a drive. And uh, I think we've got better characters now to deal with that and better belief now because we've we obviously feel that we've got goals in us. So if we go behind, I think we'll come back like we did early in the season when we we got back into games. So um, a, a really, really difficult game for me, the manager and the players to, to, to deal with on Saturday. So hopefully um, we're very, very professional and we put in uh, something similar to the performance we did on Wednesday night. Just a quick one on, on Festus finally, Jim, because you mentioned him there. We were speaking about him last night uh, in commentary and... A point I was trying to make was the biggest compliment I can give Festus is that he's not—he's now not this young kid who looks good when he comes in and fills in, and when Ash is out, he steps in and he looks okay. He's now—he now looks like one of the eleven. He's playing alongside Ash and Jordan. He looks comfortable there, and that—that's meant as a compliment. That's—that's that's the biggest thing I think we can give him. He's—he's he's one of the team now. Yeah, uh, he's made tremendous strides in the last year. I think. Uh... A funny story was the Charlie guys came to watch us against Fylde and he said, oh, Jim's on, where's he got this fella? He looks 28, experienced midfielder, wins everything, keeps it simple and plays. And then he got on the website and finds out he's 18 or 19. Um, but yeah, uh, look, credit to the kid. Again, another one who's come, left Oldham, not good enough, maybe because there's a clogger players ahead of him, the Edmondsons, the Jamie Stotts, the Hamers. Uh, so I can understand why people get released. You know, there isn't enough jobs at football clubs for all the YTSs and, and, and academy players that are coming through. Um, but the kid's gone into Stockport Town, uh, got himself a, a good chunk of games. And then we tried to work hard with him then to get him involved with ourselves, get, get the level of training with us, uh, which brought him up. Didn't look out of place. Got him out on loan. Uh, he did so well on loan. We had several calls in the summer for him to go out alone, but I just thought, um, with the with the hole that was missing from Jamie Stopp's absence, that I thought, let's give this chance, this kid a chance to grow into it. And it was great for him to to play against Oldham first game, uh, sorry, uh, last pre-season game. And like I said, he's not looked out of place. And what we have to do now is just, um, just manage his development because I think, you know, I made I made people were unhappy with the comments I made about certain players that we believe that they were the ones with the growth, and perhaps they wilted a little bit and they didn't contribute massive levels last year and are not contributing now. But what the likes of um, Festus has shown now that that other generation just below them, they've got much more to come, and um, I'm I'm really pleased for him because he's been involved in all the wins um, and his presence on the pitch, like just. I think uh, it's not just about his defensive qualities. The lad's a good footballer and a great, great lad and a great professional. So I'm really looking forward to working with him. And um, I'm going to sit down this, this week and um, offer him a new contract, which I think he's certainly earned. Fantastic to hear. Jim, it's a big game as ever on Saturday. All the very best. Thanks so much. mentioned at the top of the show the return of Ash Palmer it's had a massive effect and it happens so much doesn't it when somebody like that is so important to the team they then also go and score the goal that gets that that is the the lift that is the the spark for what you need you know you need a win there's the fella steps up it's amazing that so many people put so much money on it 
um, because Skybet had done something, and I don't know, I don't, I'm not a gambler, but they've, they've done something about massive odds oh, on it or something, um, about Ash Palmer being first scorer. Now, this is a guy who you would always think of centre-half scoring at a corner. You think of this big bullet header at the back post, um, whereas Ash has got the composure uh, of Frank Mulhern, you know, in the box, the ball's fallen to his feet, he's turned and he slid it into the bottom corner. Absolutely fantastic. So it's it's not just about what he brings defensively, you know, his his physical capabilities are there for all to see, but it's saying last night in commentary, it's, it's the confidence that, you know, exuberates around him. And um, the guys feel like they feed off that and he's, he's a presence in both boxes. As we saw at the weekend, he kept a clean sheet. As we saw last night, he scores a goal that puts us on our way. Um, just immense presence, but... Talk about returning players. What about Tom Walker? Um, you know, he comes back on loan after a, an OK spell here, I guess, a couple of years ago. And he's this incredible new player who's playing in, an, in a new position. You know, we had him as a left-back and he was OK. Couldn't really get past Scott Duxbury. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he left a little early uh, from his loan. He comes back as a number 10 and dominates the game. Like, gets man of the match, hits the post, scores a screamer. Uh, just uh, to, to go back to what we were saying before, Jim, this is a bad time to play Stockport County. Uh, and Ash Palmer and Tom Walker are probably right now the main two reasons why. And does that mean you've got any, you could have a one word answer to this question? Does that make Ash Palmer your player of the week and Tom Walker the one to watch? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very short podcast this week. <laughs> yeah. No, it does because he's, um, you know, Ash. Deserves immense credit. Um, Ash Palmer, uh, sorry, Tom Walker. Um, I just didn't see that coming at all. Uh, there was a couple of times where he's pirouetted away, he span away, he's won the wall, ball back, he's done this, he's done that. He looks like he's stronger than last time. And I'm thinking, is this, is this the same kid? <laughs> uh, unbelievable. So, um, yeah, 100% the one to watch. Have you got a who's the hatter? No. No, okay. Well, Chris, uh, we'll leave it there, especially as we need to say congratulations to you and the family. You've had some really good news tonight. Yes. You had a text off the wife. Yeah. Tell us what that great news is. Yeah. Um, so this is something that I've been trying to push for for a while. Mm -hmm. and, um, I don't, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't always happen, but um, sometimes you just get that text when you're in the studio and it's been a long day and it's rainy outside. You just get that text saying, Chinese for tea. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear full match commentary of Stockport County against Dagenham and Redbridge with Mr. John Keir and Mr. Chris Ridgway on Imagine 104.9 FM this Saturday. Chris, thanks. Sweet and sour noodles. <laughs> <laughs>